Hold on to your spacesuits, kids. It's season two, this week on The Hapless Heroes. And welcome back to the hapless heroes. My name is Dave. And it is my fantastic pleasure to tell you that I will be your host and dungeon master for this evening. It is my even greater pleasure to introduce my cast. And we're going to start on my right with Francesco as Percival Flodhest. It's great to be here. To his right is Nicole as Glorp Glupglop. Hi, kids. To her right is John as Jam Jam. Jam Jam is. To his right, we have Lou as Lev Zangief. Da, hello. To his right, we have Mike as Brunner Brew Blitzbor. Hello, and pleased to meet you. To his right, we have Seb as Choom. I'm just happy to be here, to be honest. And to his right, we have Zach as Euclid. Hey, this is what my voice sounds like now. <laughs> I honestly can't remember if it's different from the episode zero. No, it's, it's, no, it's, it's pretty the good. Same. All right. Nailed it. I, I, I immediately remind myself of Bobcat, got Bobcat Goldflight. No, it's, di- it's a different <laughs> voice. It's a different <laughs> voice Muppet. entirely. No, no, I it's 100% heard of that Patrick Mahomes. Comedian. Patrick Mahomes? Oh, uh, yeah, this voice is modeled after Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> obviously. Yikes. Listen, he, the dude's got some Kermit to him. But anyway, in the corner of a dingy break room, at the bottom of a scientific facility, somewhere to the southwest of Arcanum City, the news comes on a television. Good evening. With Channel 42 News, I'm Vectro Green. Tonight, tempers flare over new parking regulations. In sports, Arcanum City CC travels to Tidestone Harbor to face the Mythic in the first round of the Ultra Cricket League playoffs. But first, our lead story. The eyes of Arcanum City, and in fact all of Concordia Prime, look to the skies in advance of the maiden voyage of a new class of spacecraft. The Cosmos Concordia is the first of what have been dubbed by the Intergalactic Arcane Initiative as Spelljammers, capable of interstellar travel and exploration. Spectators have gathered from far and wide to witness tomorrow morning's launch. Arcanum City Police advise caution around both the downtown core and the southwest outskirts due to increased vehicle and pedestrian traffic. And now, Chester Kettle Dragon the 14th with the weather. The camera pans out to this dingy break room. A few employees of the Intergalactic Arcane Initiative are 
in between jobs on their lunch break. Second shift lunch break, mind you, but lunch break nonetheless. A large hippopotamic person. We're just um, called GIF. Yes, but I, I want to be descriptive for the audience out there. <laughs> I know, hey. and I'm just saying. They look like hippopotami. Yeah. Hippopotami. So I feel like hippopotamic. Loved that, though. Loved that. They uh, they have obtained uh, much hippopotamiosity. <laughs> it's going to be a whole hippo. Just have a line of yep. words coming. Listen, if I have to hear any more of this shit, you're all getting a hippo violation. Uh-oh. <laughs> In this break room, there is a large hippo person, a medium penguin, and a small monkey. All in various uniforms, coveralls, lab coats of the IAI. Give me a brief description of yourself, what you might be doing in the break room. Um, Percival is, well, you know, he's, he's, he's not necessarily on break right now. He's actually, he's got a clipboard in his hand. You know, he's still got his hard hat on, um, and he's actually checking a few electrical panels um, in the break room because the lights keep flickering in here. And he's just kind of like, you know, he's like listening to the news broadcast of the television. You could just see him. He's like, he's just like ticking some check boxes, like on a piece of paper that he's holding um, and like twirling his like his whiskers that have been like twisted and twirled into like a curly mustache on both sides. Right. And he's just kind of like playing with that. He's, he's, you know, every, every now and again, just checking a box, like, you know, looking at the panels, checking out some of the wires, you know, fiddling around a little bit, making some checks. And then, you know, just kind of overhearing the conversation between the other people in the break. The lights uh, might be flickering because over by the refrigerator, uh, Jam Jam is in a reclining beach chair with a giant sun lamp over him in his uh, swim trunks, or I should say, um, what's, the, what's the little tiny swim trunk? Speedo. With a margarita in his hand. <laughs> like a penguin <laughs> speed. Is this how you yep. take your breaks? You like? Yep. You <laughs> so, so wait, do you have like a uniform yeah. that you have taken off yeah. and put over yeah. the no, there, there is somewhere? Oh, I used to work with this guy. <laughs> This is clearly a very advanced mm-hmm. society. This is a very, <laughs> very evolved. This is, break. this is the he future. Has sunglasses on and he's just relaxing with a margarita and the, the sun lamp might be drawing all the power from the rest of the lights in the room. Sitting adjacent to this massive sun lamp that is just taking up this break room, this tiny monkey man sitting on the counter because there's no chairs available that would allow him to sit eye level with the rest of the room as he's peeling a grape very meticulously and his his uniform he has already ripped the sleeves off it looks like it has not seen a wash cycle in a little while and he's just (laughs) complaining (laughs) they can't get us any good chairs in here but they let you bring a lamp and uh, did you bring the beach with you (laughs) Chum seems like he would be like a hammock guy. 
anyway. You got that in voice alone? Okay, yeah. interesting. Love that. He seems a very relaxed, very leisurely fellow. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Meticulously peeling a grape. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, he's so, we, so we got a hammock guy and apparently a banana hammock <laughs> yeah, guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I'm going to respond to the, the comment about the lamp, right? And just be like, uh, yes, actually. Um, and I'm going to look over. Is there a name tag? Do, do I actually know these two? Um, like, have I come across them in during like a, a work shift before? Do they look familiar to me? Because like, the IAI, I'm sure, is a large organization. Yeah, I would imagine you've seen them in passing if you're all using okay. the same break room. There's break rooms all over the place. If you're here. Would I know their names, though? I guess like, you know, would I have seen them enough times to know their names? Yeah, no, I, I, I would say I would say that these are people that you have seen in passing. You might have had, you know, a couple of elevator conversations okay. with, but still might have to look at the name tag because, you know, the name maybe escapes you a little. You I'm know. trying to do a quick glance over at the name tag because I want to just be like, um, Jam, Jam, Jam. Yeah, I've been meaning to actually address the sun lamp issue. Um, you know, my superiors have been kind of on my case about the power issues here in the break room. And well, I can't help but notice that uh, that lamp there is drawing a lot of power. Uh, and listen, I'm, I don't want to turn this into an issue. I just is there maybe somewhere else that you could do that where it's just not my problem? Hello? <laughs> He's talking to you, Jam Jam. Nothing. Nothing. This guy's got balls. <laughs> Jim Jim Jim's got Jim Jim's got like the fucking sun tanning like uh goggle things on, right? So he can't he's got like earmuffs or something. Yeah. <laughs> so Jam Jam uh takes a sip from his swirly straw into his margarita, uh pushes up his sunglasses. Um, and, uh, just says, Jam Jam is getting ready for a very wonderful vacation. On break? I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and repeat with, with, with Choom said here, uh, yeah, on break? In the break room. On, yes, on, you have to be ready for the weather, you know. And you get like ready. For, I mean, listen, I'm not one to judge. Listen, I'm so happy you get where are you going on vacation? Actually, you know, it's not even worth it. It's, it. We'll talk about that later. The whole point is. There's an electrical issue here in the break room. I've been assigned to fix it. My supervisors, supervisors are on my case. I'm just kindly asking you to maybe stop using that ridiculous sun lamp. Um, just find somewhere else to do it where it's not my problem. Chum is like kind of like peeking over. He's like, did you say margarita? <laughs> um, Jam Jam finishes his margarita. <laughs> um, looks at his wrist, which doesn't have a functioning watch on it. And then looks at the clock on the wall. Wait, says, does it have a non-functioning watch on his wrist? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just penguin bender. Does the watch just say it's time where a clock should be? <laughs> it will soon. <laughs> um, and he he just kind of um, waits for a couple seconds, and then the timer on the sun lamp just goes off, and it turns itself off, and the lights go back to functioning as they normally were. <laughs>
Well, I guess that's something. Uh, you're not going on vacation before the launch party, though, right? I- I'm assuming you guys are going. Immediately after. Fantastic. Blam! The far door blasts open, like almost like it was kicked open. And a very enthusiastic minotaur bursts into the room. Fuck yeah! Fuck yeah! Another good simulation run! Yeah, penguin dude! Hey there, monkey man. He uh, kind of uh, comes on over to you, you know, putting his hand out like he's looking for a high five. I hold my hand out tentatively like, yeah. 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 What's up, scientist guy? Hey. Uh, Just a technician, but uh, sure. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Damn right. Science guy. Woo. Man. It points at the uh, at. uh, at uh, Chum and then over at um, Jam Jam sitting in uh, his uh, reclining uh, little uh, chair there. You two look like some party folks, man. I mean, I've been known to get down on a margarita. He just like side eyes at Jam Jam. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm fucking talking about. Yeah. Hey, hey so, yeah. so me and the crew, right? We're having a bit of a launch party tonight, a little kind of after after party after uh, the launch party. You guys should absolutely show up. You got absolutely the right energy. You science dude, you're looking a little square. I think we need to put a little bit of energy into you. You need to show up too. I I'm going to like, you know, like, you know, as I'm like fiddling with my mustache, I'm just kind of kind of like look mildly dejected as like I've put effort in to look good today. Yeah. Um, And I'm just going to be. Like, uh, uh, yes, an after party. That sounds that sounds legendary. Uh, of course, I'll be there. Yeah. Now, you guys, I should I should mention, all know this guy. Oh. He's Brock Stark. He's the captain of the uh, of the Cosmo Concordia. So he's, you know, obviously really excited about, you know, the Sims went well. We're ready to launch. And he's he's all about that life. Hell yeah, man. I'll see you there. Yeah. Let's go. Darn right you will. Woo! Goes to the other end of the room, kicks that door open as well. Fuck you! <laughs> I want whatever he's having. After party, huh? Hmm. Never been to an after party before. No one's ever invited me. This is... This, I think I'm looking up for old Percy. Uh, Jam Jam folds up his chair, puts the lamp in like kind of like a whatever pile he can put it in and just drags it all out of the break room. Still in a speedo. The camera cuts to a flooring store, a specific flooring store, the pleasure floor, as it were. Wherein somewhat odd customer has come in trying to find a very small piece of flooring. Hey, I'm in here now. I'm odd. What kind of odd? Well, maybe maybe we should get a little bit in, of in character to just provide a little bit of exposition. Um, I'm a I'm an Earth Genasi, uh, uh, and I, I I'm I'm looking I'm looking for a piece of small carpeting that I don't already have. It's been established that I don't have it. Our flooring salesperson is possibly a little perplexed by this situation. Yeah, as you come in, there's like, I'm 
I'm a pretty large uh, beetle-looking man, a Herculean beetle. I've got a white uh, kind of just like a white shirt, button-down shirt, and some slacks on. Uh, my back is turned to, you, to the front door right now, and there's price tickets clicking out of every single price chopper that I've got in the in the uh, the store right now. <clears throat> and I'm just like got my checkboard out. Uh, this is good. We need new. <sighs> the tabaxi is starting to really. Molt. Excuse me, man. Yes. I, I, I don't mean to be rude, but I, I'm uh, clearly an Earth Genasi. I have a craggy, stony appearance to me, and I have uh, purple amethyst-looking crystals uh, growing out of my brow and jaw, and especially shoulders, where they are especially large, to create a very dramatic uh, appearance. And, uh, well... Yes, yes, that is great. You look beautiful. Welcome to Pleasure Floor, where your floor is our pleasure. What can I do for you today? I'm medium size. <laughs> we have mediums, I guess, if that is what you need. Medium. Yeah, well, I mean, to provide you a little bit more detail of my <laughs> character, um, I <laughs> am very caregiving. And I have um, this uh, this uh, sort of cavity in my abdomen. By the way, I don't wear a shirt, just pants. To provide you some more detail and exposition. Thank you for keeping pants on. I always keep the pants on. Well, that's part of my thing. That is now. And you need what kind of? What kind of floor do you have? Can I see floor? Well, let picture me floor? show you. Let take come here, come here a little closer. Okay, and I'll lean in towards him, and I'll get a little closer to you. Observe and uh, Euclid. All right, my 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 character's name is Euclid. Euclid, uh, he uh un unties a little a little bow which seems to be just for decoration. And uh, he undoes a little latch and uh, opens this um, metal door that is, that is closed over um, a, a cavity in, in the left side of his abdomen. And it's a, it's a metal door, like a sort of uh, silver-looking door with a bit of a patina on it. But parts of it are very shiny, but parts of it are very uh, tarnished. It's a nice, it's a nice patina. It looks nice and looks classy, and has um, a pattern on it that almost looks like uh, muscle fibers. But it's uh, more uh, stone-like and metal-like looking. And he opens that. And he says, "Look inside. Look in. What do you see in there? And there's. That's my friend." That's my friend Dee Dee. And inside is a, a little little myconid, a little mushroom creature, just kind of chilling. Chilling on the couch. And he is paying for floor? That is little mushroom guy. He doesn't have any money. Mm. He just needs a little piece of carpet. 
to tie the room together. In that whole, in the cavity you're talking about, you need you need carpet for cavity. Yeah, it's his little room. Okay, well, there's a little coffee table there for his little mushroom uh, coffee. While this is happening, a lion tabaxi walks in and starts just perusing uh, some of the samples on one of the boards off to the side of the room. Whoa, that person's perusing. So you need what kind? We don't, even our samples are quite large for whole and body. Um, we could, I could cut something and just give yeah, it to you it. if you want. I just need a little, just a little guy. That's all I need. Does he want a, a star? What kind of shape does, do you think he wants? A star? I mean, I could wow. cut rug into anything. It's, you know, Caesar go. You have a star, <laughs> pretty have star, star rug technology here. Yeah. That seems pretty advanced. No, no, it isn't. Yeah. <laughs> it is pretty. It seems like it takes a lot of precision cutting no, my, to make a star. My kids make stars at home with wow. all other things. You know, just Are you Caesar? like a family of genius beetle people? N- not genius, no. Just simple, simple people. You know, we like arts and crafts, I guess. I don't know. Do you need star or do you want other shape? We have other shapes too. I want oval. Um, uh, I want a moon shape. Moon. Can I have a moon shape? Which one? phase oh, like of a full moon? Okay, you want full, full moon. moon. Okay, yeah, that's okay. so like a circle. <laughs> During this exchange, the tabaxi kind of glances over at uh, at Lev, then back, then kind of like does a double, triple take, and then turns back to the carpet. Okay, and I cut this in moon shape. Give me one. Three minutes. I'll be back. All right. Thank you. Moon shape. I have to go look up full moon picture right now. <laughs> and then uh, Euclid turns to the tabaxi. Hey, what, what, are you, uh, what are you perusing for? Carpet. Whoa. <laughs> I think you're in the right place. They have the most advanced carpets I've ever heard of here. Indeed. Oh, what's what's your deal? Do you have any like expository things to say? Not particularly. Oh man, I just I just rattled off a whole litany of them. He's he's definitely got what looks like a permanent scowl on his face as he looks at you with what you can now clearly see is only one eye, a mysterious unexplained scar going from his brow to his jawline right through where his left eye would be sort of wow, tells man. you how did the you story. get that scar that's going through the where your left eye was if i can ask you something expository reasons wow he's you're so probably mysterious. about he, he's tall something like six six broad shoulders like really looks like he works out gets into a scrap every now and again. Kind of a light golden fur. You know, the big old, you know, lion mane. Uh, like, it just looks like he products the shit out of his hair or something. It's huge. Like, 80s huge. Like, like hairband huge. No, not spiky. More twisted sister D. Snyder, like, brah, Okay. Kind of cool. looking hair there. Let me ask you something. Are you... Large. 
He glances down at himself. Back up. Looks you intently in the eyes with his one eye. I'm as big as I need to be. All right. I like I like the cut of your jib, man. What What is your name? Goldman. Ray Goldman. Goldman. Ray Goldman. Ray Raymond Goldman. Okay, and uh, and my horn like comes through the the back door like first horn first out the employee door and I'm uh it took me a little bit there just I have slow internet to cut you me the lion's attention is entirely on you yes you uh, I would know that horn anywhere. I don't know what you're he talking about. Storms over towards you, sir. Please, there don't is a barrier Don't you lie here. to me. I know you. You're the Red Horn. Ah, uh, yeah, I, I, I was the Red Horn. Yes, I think a uh, long time ago in a past life. Oh, my brother Joe Goldmain. He used to wrestle for you back in the promotions. Yes, Joe. Joe, good You, you, you kid, know, Joe. Joe yeah. Oh, yes. you jobbed a match for him back in 79 that totally put him over. Yes, him and Duke Apocalypse. We were so shocked when you vanished. What happened? Uh, you know, I uh, uh, broke kayfabe, you know, and that uh, really ruined the whole character. And Oh, they didn't even finish your story. <sighs> it left us all hanging. Yeah, well, you know, sometimes those production companies have plan and then they just move on. There's not really much you can do. I cut a couple promos after, towards the end of the career, but it didn't catch. So, I... Uh, ah, it's a shame. Hey. Yeah, there's a long I know time some ago. people you might... I know some people you might really want to meet. He hands you, uh, like, a little uh, business card, jots down uh, an address on the back. Well, I'm not really in that light. We're anymore. having an after party tonight before the launch. Some of the some of the crew, some of my crew are going to be there. Should absolutely meet them. Okay. His brow kind of furrows a little bit for a second. Turns uh, turns to the Genasi. You. You're a weird bird, but you've got good energy. Jots the same thing down on the back of another card. Oh, thanks, man. I think he's a rocker. I don't think he's a wow. bird. Now this, now that was an impressive amount of exposition. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I I take the card, obviously, and I, it's like oh, I'm not really part of that scene anymore. But uh, it could be good to catch up with what the new kids are doing nowadays. See it for a little bit. I don't Is this like a black tie event? Because I don't wear those. Don't worry. This isn't sort one of those no shirt, no shoes, no service kind of deals. You'll fit right in. All It'll right. Neither great. is my store, apparently, either. You can come in with no shirt. That Yep. This seems like a hilarious source of comedy that we can get into in the future. <laughs> Ray turns quickly towards the door. And I make my exit. And purposefully strides out of the store. 
Bye, Ray. Thanks for the invite. What is this? What is this party? Did you catch that? Sorry. I think it is <laughs> like wrestling on? party, he said. And they're going to talk about how <laughs> Yeah, no, because he only mentioned were. his crew. There's a crew there? Yeah. Are you allowed to wear a shirt there? Wait, are you wearing a shirt? I'll wear a shirt that is not this one because this is for work. <laughs> are you? Do you want? Are you going with me? Is that what it is? Are we friends now? I think we. I think we're going on a date okay. with Ray tonight. I think that's what just happened. <laughs> well, we're going to I'll a party. Have to find babysitter. He really liked. He kind of was hitting on me. I think he said he liked my energy. <laughs> I think he called you a bird, which I didn't understand, but. You know, I think that's a really. I think big that compliment. is. Compliment. I think he was definitely right. hitting on me. You were upgraded from rock <laughs> to bird, and that is pretty cool. Can't fly, can yeah, fly. Think, you know, like that's cool. Like if I was anything besides a rock, I think I would want to be a bird. I would so. want to be bird too. That's pretty sweet. You would want to be a bird. I mean, I think I yeah, just want to be got like, a little bit of your accent in how I was talking. That is okay. You should it's, hang out more so we can talk talk together, and we can just sound really it ridiculous. It's too easy to to just talk, you know, because. That is how I live. Oh my, oh my God! That's a perfect moon. How did you cut? Wow! Look at this carpet. Oh yeah, that's right. I put on thing and after he charged me at the, the, the barrier. Anyways, yes, here is your carpet uh, moon. I made a little crater in it. Oh wow! Didi's gonna love this. Hang on a second. Great. I hope he likes purple moon because that's all he had. Let me. I'm opening up my my Didi door. I, I put the I put the moon. <laughs> circle shaped carpet in front of Didi and he uh he doesn't really do much. Does Didi he just kind of sits on on the couch still and he he, he kind of like shifts his weight from one little mushroom butt cheek to the other okay, little mushroom butt cheek. So I do at least see him moving and it's not like a mushroom that you just have sitting in there. <laughs> no, he has a full okay, face. Right. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> I just haven't heard him speak yet, so it's just like a little mushroom <laughs> on a chair. <laughs> <laughs> he like replaced no, with like a d different colored mushrooms every once in a while or something. I was I don't know. Anyways. No, he's got he's like maybe four inches tall, and he's got a little face, and he he. I'm gonna I'm just gonna steal. He's got like a Gudetama face. Does anybody know what Gudetama looks like? Oh yeah, yeah. He's got he's got like a Gudetama face. The and yeah. then uh, I I put the little carpet underneath his uh, his coffee table in there, and he sort of wiggles his legs off the edge of the couch. Nice, he, like expressing some little modicum of joy. Good. He likes he likes the carpet. Orange, his favorite color. I mean, it is purple, but that's okay. Anyways. Oh shit! You can have that for free. It is sample <laughs> that I was going to throw out anyways. So. <laughs> Purple, wow, orange. The, I mean, that's the. What is that that you said? Uh, another color or two away from each other. Anyway, just look you know, at the rainbow. I just it's... forgot the word for purple for a second. <laughs> that is fine. So I just kind of guessed. The camera cuts to later in the. Aren't your things on your eyebrow purple? Yeah. Okay, just checking. <laughs> <laughs> we cut to a little later at the evening, not the after party. But the party itself, the launch festival, which thousands of people are in a nice, large outdoor party, lots of tents, a couple of live bands right outside of where the launch itself will happen. In fact, if you look off, 
just a little bit to the east. You can see the rocket just sitting there on its launch pad, maybe a quarter mile or less away. What does it look like? Tall and slender, somewhat rocket-like. I don't want to say quite like the Saturn V, but it's got, you know, a little bit of oomph to the bottom. And you can see that there are a few spaces in the middle where there's probably, you know, kind of break off boosters before at the very top, what looks like a sleek white ship. Wait, would you say this Not- thing is a little in the middle, but it's got much back? Mm, it gets smaller towards the front. Interesting. Yeah. Would you it's- say this rocket has an LA face, but an Oakland booty? <laughs> No, but they had to mix a lot of fuel to get it to get up in the air. Nice. Well done, well done. (laughs) This small, sleek ship at uh, the tip is the spell jammer that everyone's been waiting for. Maybe 40 feet long, something like 20 feet around, almost shaped like a very stylish running shoe. In one of the beer tents, there are actually several. But in one of the beer tents, the south one to be example, a minotaur is tending bar. On his name tag, it says brew. People all night are coming up to ask you whether or not it's an advertisement or your name tag. My name tag. But the latest person to come up is, to be frank, just as liquid as the drinks you're serving. Hi there. Is that uh, is that your name or is that an advertisement for something? Oh, why does keep people keep asking me the same question? It's my name tag. It's a name tag. Well, brew. Do you think I could get a brew from you? Well, of course. What are you having? I didn't think that far ahead. Um, let's let's so let's get some descriptions because obviously, right? You gotta. Plasmoid at the bar here, and I didn't even. Did you even drink? Yeah, why not? Um, yeah, what's sitting at the bar or what's standing at the bar at this point is a a lobular figure. Um, picture oh, something approximately the shape of like the the early '90s troll dolls. Like it's mostly round in the middle with like you know stump-like objects coming off where legs and arms would normally be. The legs just don't really finish. They kind of end like elephant legs at the bottom. The arms at this point have like globular pincers, basically, at the end. Like, like they look like, like they you're can wearing grab mittens. Th- yeah, like mittens, kind of like mittens, but attached right through. And it's all kind of blue and see through. Uh, there's there's no neck. There's just there's just a blob where a body would be and then a smaller blob where a head would be. And that smaller blob on top has kind of like a couple of indents where eyes would be, and then like a big half moon indent where a mouth would be. Like like a, you know, like an emoji smiley was just cut into this blob. Um, and and, and uh, Glorp is wearing a, a suit jacket and a tie. The tie is kind of draped around where the neck would be and not tightened. And then the suit jacket has elbow patches. No other clothing, just a suit jacket and a tie. Nice. Brew, I'll let you pick my brew for me. 
Well, that's that's very mighty kind of you, but uh, I, I I don't really know what I'm doing to be honest. I'm I'm really here just for the for the launch. I'm really excited to see it. So I took this job just to get close. You you know what I mean? I do know what you mean. I don't know what I'm doing here either. I don't normally drink. Uh, I'll take and Glorp like like looks across the bar. And just points at a bottle of something that's approximately the same tonal color as Glorpus. Oh. So like a blue alcohol. I'll take that. Bottled things I can do. So uh, Brood takes the bottle and he uh, he just kind of like puts it up toward his horn and just pops the cap off his horn and hands it to you. Uh, Glorp takes the bottle and proceeds to pour it on to their own head. And you see the the, the liquid just kind of like pool, like Glorp's head indents a little bit to leave a little space, and the liquid just kind of slowly seeps in, and you can see it kind of just dissipate into the Sick. goo mass. <laughs> well, well, how'd you enjoy it then? It's delicious. Well, my pleasure then. A six-foot-tall lizard person barges up to the bar <laughs> right next to you. Oh, looks over at uh, Glorp for a second. Up, down, up, down. Blinks a couple of times. Looks over at the bartender. You. Me. Barbrew. Yeah, I was wondering about that name tag. Is that an advertisement or is that your name? Runner Blitzborn. You can, I go by Brew. You can call me Brew. That's what my name tag says. So you're a bartender called Brew. Well, seems like, yes. He's not okay, really is... a bartender. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, one. Now, now that I is a little, confidence. That is, that is a little too on the nose, but I'm feeling it, right? Now, I got to ask you another question. And he put, you know, like kind of gestures over to Glorp. Did you mix this drink? Are you asking me? Y yes, he's asking. If I'm asking that you drink? if the liquid person there is a drink that you why, mixed. Why that? That's 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 a that's a I don't know what that is, but <laughs> but I no, I did not I'm mix Glorp. it. Lord, Holy fucking shit. Okay, good. I am in... I'm in... I'm in the zone right now, okay? Things are going... Things are going pretty... Pretty good. We're getting our party on. Now, 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 like, now, 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 what can I get you? First, I'm gonna need three fingers of the strongest stuff you have. Three... Three fingers and Brew holds up three fingers and just kind of looks at them. Like big sausage fingers because yeah. like, you're like this big jewel, like right there. Oh, you know what? You know what? That's even better. I like that. Just put that next to a glass. Take the strongest stuff you have and pour it into the glass until it's that high. And then I need I need to know. I need to know. I I, I, I gotta know. I gotta know this, alright? Do you do any moonlighting? So we got we got we got this little shindig later, right? And I really think someone who can pour drinks like you, if you can mix us something like this, gestures back over to Glorp, I think we really, 
Like, not like really, but I mean like really, really need you there, okay? Lorp mm. holds up one of his mitten hands, and you see the mitten go like, blup, 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 and turn into three fingers, which then kind of like hollow themselves out like glasses. I'll take three fingers too. I. All right. Listen, 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 Absence Fairy. I I think you're absolutely fantastic. You should show up too. Okay. Oh, okay. So so look, I'm gonna try to scrawl out an address here, and you get you might have to bear with me a little bit because it's entirely possible that I'm too drunk to write properly. But that's okay. It's okay. It's it's a cool thing. It's it's gonna be great. You're gonna come to this place. You're gonna tell him that Renzet Renzak uh, Renzak Smith told you you should be there. And I'm gonna be there, and then we're all gonna be there, right? Rue bends over really quickly and just snatches a little trash can. It's okay. It's okay. I can I can hold my liquor. That's why I got hands, right? I can usually hold about two glasses of it. Three if I put one in my tail, which kind of also creeps up next to him and like kind of goes side to side like he's waving at you with the tail. The whole thing is what I'm worried about. It's the, it's, the, it's the losing it that I'm worried about. No, 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 because that, because that, because that, because there'll be alcohol abuse, right? And we, no, no, just no. Some gigantic party foul. Brew is still holding up his three fingers and just kind of staring at them. Did you ever actually pour that drink, by the way? No, because I, okay. I don't know which one is the strongest drink. Okay. All right. Listen, listen, listen. Incredible. I got to go. I got to go. Brew, thank you so much for the drink. I can't wait to see you there. It is it is it's going to be it's going to be. It's going to be legendary. It's gonna be legend derp, okay? We're gonna be there, and it's gonna be great. You're gonna be there, and this incredibly tall drink of whatever it is is gonna be there. And me and my crew, we're gonna be there. It's gonna be a time, all right? Did, did you right? just call my new friend a, a tall drink? Glorp finishes pouring the bottle onto their head. We are seeing the same thing, right? Oh. We are. Okay, good. Cause I mean, it was either that or I've wasted a lot of really good booze today, and I'm I'm really not about that life, right? Now, so, now, where it is? Where is it? We're going again? It. You can see it. He's written it. He tried writing it on a bar napkin, but he missed the bar mm. napkin. So written in sharpie on the counter itself mm. is an address. The handwriting is good enough where you can make it out. Okay. <laughs> By the time you look down to read the address and look up, the lizard person has already staggered away. Well, that was an experience, wasn't it? <laughs> no, but what, what's with this? What's with the suit, Lorp? I am a teacher. Oh, mighty fine, mighty fine. Uh, uh, what do you teach? Kindergarten. Ah, yes, yes. I couldn't do it. 
I... Kids are... They're, they're great. I came to tell them about the spaceship. Lorp looks at the bottle in their hands for the first time and says, What's a vodka? With this cadence, Glorp would be an amazing kindergarten teacher. This would be right? an absolute delight. Let's go. <laughs> Incredible. This is the perfect voice to use to talk to five-year-olds. So good. Right. It's so good. <laughs> well, I, I guess uh, uh, we're going to this uh, this the shindig, huh? I feel like partying. Oh, that's that's great. I'm sure after dealing with a bunch of kindergartners, you definitely feel like partying. They keep me on my toes. They, I don't have toes right now. I was just going to ask you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can grow toes. Did you say right now? I mean, I did. Uh, Glorp did just grow three finger glasses, so. which are still held up with no alcohol in them. Uh, so Brew, Brew kind of just looks at this um, plethora of bottles up on the back wall, and he just kind of like looks at, and he looks back at you. And he picks the bluest liquor, and he grabs it, and he pours them into the three glass fingers. Bottoms up! You see some, like, something that looks kind of like drainage holes or maybe large pores shift from the bowl at the top of Glorp's head and just kind of travel down Glorp's arm. And you see them disappear around where these finger joints are and then watch the glasses drain and that extra blueness start to go up Glorp's arm. I've always wanted to say this. Those were on the house. Smash cut to three hours later, and uh, now we're at a party in an apartment. About ten floors up a uh, reasonably classy skyscraper on the south side of the city. People, the kind that people have to pass by a doorman and take one of those elevators that has the, uh, like the top half of a clock, the manual hand that uh, shows what floor you're going to. It's not quite so classy as to have an actual elevator operator or anything like that. We're not talking about the super rich here, just the slightly rich enough to have someone collect your mail for you kind of place. Ten floors up this apartment, the party is raging. G-Lab, I'm, I'm glad we figured out the details of what this party was and how to get here. That like, li- listen, we're yada yadaing some things. We're not trying to have people drive through freeway traffic or anything. We're just trying to take a couple of vignettes here, okay? <laughs> well, listen, I just want to amend that statement with uh, uh, just uh, just an expression of sincerity. I, I just wanted to say that I, I truly think that that was a great thing. That we <laughs> remember remember that thing that we did to figure out all those details. That was great, wasn't it? Listen, you, <laughs> you better not be stroking my horn right now, bro. Oh man, that old phrase that you've been saying for the last three hours now always gets me. <laughs> That's hilarious. Cause yeah, it was uh, divine providence that we were able to get here so quickly. Uh, even though my car can only really hold me in the front seat, but you know. <laughs> well, I was sitting in the back. I don't mind it. Da, eh, da. I felt very regal back there. Yes, yes. You kept referencing a, a flower lady, and I did not appreciate it, I don't think. Hey, well, thanks, thanks for 
Thanks for dealing with me. I know I can make some pretty weird jokes about flower ladies, but, uh, you know, it's pretty clear that we're best friends now. So I'm glad. So. Anyways, Yuke, what are you drinking there? What is that? Just water. Can I call you Yuke? Do you like Yuke? What do people call yeah, you? Yeah, call me Yuke. Okay. I love that. Nobody's ever called me by a nickname before. Well, you're going to have to get used to it because I'm going to come up with a whole booklet full of nicknames just for every. I'm already used to it. I love Yuke. That's number one nickname in my book. Good. You better have many slots yeah. of number ones, too, because... Fuck you! And They're a minotaur guy rolls up right between the two of you, puts an arm around each Ugh. of your shoulders. Hell Whoa. yeah! Yes. All right, whoa! Welcome to the party, guys! It's oh, so good to meet you. you. My name's Brock. Oh, the Brock. captain of the team. Oh, My name the is... captain of the ship. My name is... And then Euclid turns to uh, Lev and gives him a wink. He goes... My name is Yuke. <laughs> That's great, you. Can you sign uh, my this, please? Can you sign this for my kids, Mr. Brock? They love, love you as. Yeah. Thank you. Who's this Woo! guy? Grabs the Wait, pen. Who is this? Big old. Sh- 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 nice. He's a minotaur. His name is Brock. Brock Why Stark. Is, are you famous? What do you mean? Is he famous? Listen. He's about to listen. I live under literal rocks. Okay. I'm gonna have and to have a lot of things <laughs> to me. They don't have TV signal on the rock. No, I don't watch TV. I well, like, you I should get up read. to my own things down there. Do they make books out of rocks down there? Yeah. Well, I'm gonna introduce myself anyway. Then my name is Brock Stark, and I am the captain of the Cosmo Concordia. Whoa. The rest of the crew's around here too. Over by the window guy, that uh, that bird there, his name's Ken Kesey. He's their systems guy. Does all the programming. He doesn't really talk a lot, though, so uh, you might not get a whole lot of words out of him. He's a real cool dude, though. Challenge accepted. Takes absolutely no fucking notes. Love that guy. All right. Sounds cool. I think you guys... Um, I, I, I think you I saw him talk, you uh, talking to him earlier when you first got here. Uh, Ray, he's over uh, he's over by the counter over there uh, chatting uh, chatting up. Uh, it looks like uh, it's like a science experiment gone wrong or something like that. I don't know what's going on. Maybe science well, guy had something to glorpy. do with that. Yeah, I know. Glorp, glorpy, that's a good word. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, they're glorping anyway, all over the place. Yeah. I wonder what their name is. Well, I don't know, but uh, they're, uh, they're talking to Ray Goldman over there. He's our security guy. That dude, is, that dude is awesome, too. I really like him. Gruff as hell. He has never sufficiently explained what that scar is from, though. He gives a different story every time if he doesn't just growl some shit out. It's That's the guy awesome. who invited us to here. He, no he shit! No this. wonder you guys were talking. Oh, wait, wait, wait. There's a story. I got to hear this. I got to hear this. He came into a carpet store and would not say anything expository. It was crazy. He does that shit. Isn't it the <laughs> wildest? Yeah, he's so cool. I know. So mysterious. So mysterious, a guy. Yeah, I know. should call him Ray Mysterious or something. He could be a wrestler. <laughs> that would be awesome. What do you he's love? Ray he Goldman. He's, he's got great s- taste in carpet stores, though. Dude, boring, I know, right? Flooring and all that. Yes. Try linoleum. Lev, do you do linoleum? I don't do the flooring part. I do carpet part. But that pleasure floor where you're... Uh, that, that part doesn't matter. Uh, the, the floor part we do do, yes. I do not do. 
I love floors. What's your name again? Floor. His name is Brock. You need to listen more. Brock. Brock. Yes. Is that how you pronounce it? Brock. Brock oh. Stark, the captain. Fuck yeah! Man, you really command a room. This is uh, wow. Oh, yeah, hey, hey. So speaking of people in the room, the, the, that dragon lady, she just came out of the bathroom. The one with silver scales over there? She's my first officer. Her name's Argenta Forenza. Whoa. She, yeah, I know. She's awesome, right? She's the one who, like, yeah. uh, she keeps me in line and shit. You know, she, make sure I'm... Is she an alien? No, no. She's a drag, dragonborn. You know, like, look. Look at the scales. It's a great name, God, though. It really is like you've been living under a rock or something like that. Yeah, anyway. a couple thousand feet of them. <laughs> this fucking guy. Yes. Yes. Yeah, no. She's my first officer. She keeps me in line. It's, uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if you guys have gathered. I could get a bit out of line sometimes. But it's all right. She keeps she keeps me pointed in the right place. Oh, and um, I don't know. See a lizard guy uh, just sort of slumped over in the corner there. Oh, yeah, is he man. okay? Yeah, Renzax, yeah, he's okay. He'll sleep it off for about two hours. He'll be popped up before you guys even know it. Probably be on his feet before the end of this conversation. Guy holds his liquor like nobody's business. I love it. I, I love know. his exposition. Yeah, he's our medical officer. He's our crew counselor. He's our loadmaster. Runs the mess hall. Like, look, you know, maybe... uh. Maybe don't try to come to him for a medical procedure while he's cooking dinner, you know, with the knives and shit like that. Oh, no. It might be a little on the sauce. Maybe it's red sauce. Maybe it's booze. You never really know with the guy. He's awesome. Fucking love a that guy. A lizard who wears many hats. I know, except he never actually wears a hat. It's crazy. Not even a uniform hat. I don't know how he does it. They never seem to give him a hard time for it, though. Anyway, yeah. We're the crew that, uh, with the Cosmo Concordia. It's so fucking good to meet you guys. Gives, uh, you know, too, offers Brock. fist bumps to both nice. people. Fuck yeah! And kind of um, wanders off into the party. Ah, Euclid, Euclid sort of does a handshake to the fist bump in the awkward way that people do sometimes. <laughs> Grabs the front of it. Yeah, yeah. Pers Percival has been standing behind Brock this entire time, like, waiting for a moment in, like, the party to, like... He's been dying to tell someone on this crew that, like, hey, you know, I made that one fastening that's on this one part of the ship and this tiny, like, it's like the most insignificant little thing, but he's just trying to be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I, I know you guys. Like, I worked on the ship, um, but has, like, had, like, no opportunity. And now that Brock is free, he's just, like, frozen. And he just goes, uh, hello. Hey, it's Science Guy! Hey, Science Guy, you gotta meet these people, right? Okay, so we got, we got Lev, the big beetle guy over here, right? Really cool. I'm digging the accent, by the way, bro. It is awesome. And, uh, Yuke. 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 This guy rocks, right? No, anyway, I gotta go ah, grab something. I'll be right one. back. I like this that's guy. Fair. That's fair. I, if I could just... And then by the time, like, yeah. Percival tries to, like, say something, Brock's gone. <laughs> Such charisma. Ah, <laughs> uh, that is good guy, Brock. No, Yuke, his stat was fantastic. He gave us so much attention. I love that guy. That was a very engaging and uh, uh, expository Almost interaction. To see it <laughs> He's legendary. The IAI can't stop talking about him and his crew. I mean, they're they're the best. They're the best that ever was. They're gonna they're gonna be the first ones to explore what's beyond our 
our little pocket of space here. It's incredible. I know, and he just shook his fist. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah, that's... Sorry, get lost in my own head. Uh, proper introductions. Uh, Percival Flodhest, uh, technician for the IAI, uh, also just a... I don't know, just a, a fellow. Uh, it's good to meet you. Uh, you said Lev, and was it uh, Yuke? Yeah, some people call me uh, Euclid, but Lev gave me a nickname for the first time today. I'm pretty, I'm pretty stoked about it, you know. That's what really you- cool. I think you know nicknames really build the character, as, as they say. And uh, it's nice yeah, to meet you, you, Percival is- Flothest. That's me, Percival. You can call me Percy. Uh, Percy, you, you too. Know, it's what my friends call me. Oh, is that a <laughs> nickname? <laughs> it is. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Does everybody up here have nicknames? It is kind of common, yes. It is, you know, friendly gesture to shorten people's name. Wow, outer space sure is amazing. I, it, <laughs> yes, yes, it is. That's how I refer to this place above ground. This is like this is outer space to me. Oh yes, you're from. Uh, you live in Constantinople with uh, the other like subterranean folk. Sure do. Yeah, I run uh, underground laser beam wires and uh, maintain those lines. Oh, that's fantastic work. We'll have to talk about that sometime. I am a bit of a technician myself, you see. Oh, yeah, we'll have a lot to talk about because I don't know how any of it works. I just sort of uh, string them, string them up and uh, blast through some rocks, make them go, you know? Perfect. Unless you stop him, Percival starts to go into a long, drawn out, like sort of like <laughs> diatribe about like how underground circuits like operate and like their significance to the global power grid and yada yada. He's just he's just he's now just talking your ear off. And as long as you're listening, he doesn't stop. Oh, Euclid is listening. I want to skip to the other side of the room where Brew is over in the kitchen mixing drinks as he does. Whether you're actually doing it properly or not, or still just sort of faking your way through bartending, oh, it kind of looks like you've been shanghaied into the job a little bit. Sure. And I'm still right. wearing my name tag. Yes, of course you are. He's just looking at bottles, just randomly like plucking things off the off the table, putting things together. People are either walking around, walking away like really satisfied, like like oh wow, this is like a very different drink than I expected, but it was amazing, or extremely disgusted. <laughs> <laughs> just, it's, it's just like this fucking punch bowl that you've put together at this point now the, that you're the, just scooping shit out of. The last drink I just made was supposed to be a version of a white Russian, which was just milk and vodka, and <laughs> did not go well. As, as that person's just walking away, feeling kind of just uh, very alienated in this room full of uh, talls and bigs, Chum would find his way to this makeshift bar and kind of like, jeez, why is it so high up? Hey, uh, hey, buddy, you, uh, you mixing the drinks here? I, I am. Are, are you, are you comfortable? Are you, are you okay? Yeah, as long as you don't mind me sitting on the bar here. You don't have, oh, stools. Uh, my size. Perfectly fine, perfectly fine. Yeah, all right, cool. I don't what, worry, what, I, uh, showered last week. What are you having? Uh, brew. Uh. That's yeah, my name. Yeah, yep. abs- oh, your name? Yeah. Well, do you have any? Any, any what? Brew. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, of course. Right, that's convenient, right? Like, I'm sure that works well for you all night. Uh, sure. Yeah, yeah. So I'll have one of those. 
There's like a shout from across the room. So is that like an advertisement or is that? <laughs> no, no, he said it's his name. I told him it was a good advertisement, but he's not going for that. So, uh, yeah. A brew of what exactly? What, what are you looking for? Oh, it's not like a specific thing. Oh, oh, uh, yeah. Uh, you know what? Uh, margarita's been stuck on my head all day. I don't really know why, but a, a margarita sounds real nice. Margarita. That's the one with the tequila, right? Uh, yeah, tequila and then like some something with limes. Uh, and also, if you have one of those really like crazy straws, that look fun too. All right, so uh, <laughs> you watch Brew kind of look around. He he grabs a um, uh, a tumbler, so it's not not a martini glass whatsoever. Uh, he grabs this tumbler. He pours the tequila about halfway up, uh, and then he looks around and he sees a, and he sees like this barrel of fruit. He takes a lime and he just takes it into his hand and he just goes, shrugs his shoulders, squeezes it in his fist, and then just plops it in and says, tequila with lime. There you are. That was really impressive. <laughs> you really look Enjoy. like you know what you're doing. Holy shit. <laughs> I'm going to take the glass. I have to two-hand this thing. <laughs> and then I, I start drinking it and it, <coughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, mostly tequila. That's how I like my margaritas. Actually, I'm pretty sure this is just, just tequila. Thanks, Brew. Uh, that has been very, very helpful. <coughs> oh, I forgot the salt. Oh, yeah, that, that's going to help. That definitely will help. He just takes the salt shaker and just starts shaking it into the cup. <laughs> shaking it inside. Chum is like, like having that weird place where he doesn't want to like stop you. He's not very good at like social interactions. He's just kind of like fuck. nodding, like, uh, no, that's, yeah, when. I say when, that's when. No, that's enough. <laughs> he, he takes the drink and he kind of looks at you and he like lifts it to drink and just like pours some of it over his shoulder onto the floor. Mmm, damn, that's a damn good margarita. Thanks, Brew. Glad you, glad you like it, friend. You should call this the Brew. Are you excited for the launch? Oh, yeah, yeah, real excited. Uh, I didn't really plan on coming to the party. I was planning on checking out the Rocky, because, like, that's, it's freaking awesome. It's, like, the best thing about this. I am very excited. It, 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 nobody's worried at all that the people who are supposed to fly that thing are, uh, Looks at the lizard man in the corner. Uh, not in their best state. Uh, Brew kind of puts his hands up to his face and goes, he's supposed to fly this thing? Uh, he's something. He's something. He's got more clearance than I do. I'll tell you what. <laughs> As this conversation is going on, uh, Jam Jam, still in his Speedo, walks behind <laughs> the bar and makes himself <laughs> a proper Just... margarita. With the twisty straw, and then just walks back to his beach chair, which is in the corner of the party. Uh, uh, sir, I think you're still gonna have to pay for that. Wait, this is not open. It's bar. an after party. There's no. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, I, mean, I I actually love that though. Who's been charging, oh, I've been charging for drinks? <laughs> charging for drinks? Charging no. for poorly mixed drinks at someone's people, house people, party? People You've been, been charging people like the whole time. Here and there, and he just assumed they were paying for the drinks. Uh, all all currency is digital these days. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, excuse me. He was getting digital currency. He was he was getting however it works. Uh, and he just assumed they were paying for the drinks. 
I imagine you were telling them prices at some point. <laughs> oh, I don't know the prices. Right. They just were right, giving me exactly. money. I didn't know. That'll be three dollars. People have just been <laughs> all night. Yeah, I, there's like a, there's just like a little thing with a QR code like in front of the bar, right? You just like scan it, like tip the bartender with it. I assume they knew what the prices were and were just giving me the appropriate money. Let's see. I think we've covered just about everybody, but Glorp, uh, what are what have you been up to? So you see in the corner of the bar near the doorway back into the main party, there's this large gelatinous blue punch bowl that people have just been pouring their drinks into as they're leaving the room if they're not happy with their cocktails. Yes! And you just see the the, the, so the, sorry. The, the whole punches in the eyes and the, the, the big pressed in smile is somehow glazed over even <laughs> though it's not a real face. Yes! And you just see this like drink bathtub kind of swirling <laughs> and, and disappearing into the punch bowl itself, which then is kind of leaking some like dampness out the bottom of its oh, uh, 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 feet pillars. <laughs> leaking where's your, where's dampness. Your suit jacket go? My suit jacket is still hanging on the back of a chair. The tie is around the punch bowl. I w- Amazing. June would definitely be adding to that. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, Brew, you're you're oh, you've no. been doing what the- happens? What happens to you when salt gets inside you? Uh, like a sl- he's like they're not like a slug. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, I'm just making sure. He's being like, open-minded. I, mean, I, I suspect too much salt probably would make me kind of not would feel great. Right? Yeah, 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 but like, oh, like so you're gonna a love this. Salt and margaritas <laughs> is fine, right? Because it's coming with with tequila to yeah. balance it out and hydrate. Just- just yeah. a little bit of salt. Just a, in there. just a That's little right. bit, not half a shake a or anything. Yes. Not at all. Tequila, well known for its hydrating powers. <laughs> <laughs> when the salty beverages get poured in, you see the, the eye holes water a little bit. <laughs> Is this punch bowl crying? <laughs> Man, that drink was not good. <laughs> Nobody tell Brew, but he should change his name. So, um, Brew. You you're you're pretty much the one solely drinking mix, uh, mixing drinks all night. I'm uh, I'm slurring my words like Renzax over there or something. But uh, yeah, so you, you're mixing drinks. Um, I'm wondering what would be a good uh, what would be a good check for mixing drinks. You know what? We're gonna call it performance. Oh, because yeah. you're pretending to be a bartender. Make me a performance. Check. Oh yeah, I love I I love this. First roll. And oh, level zero actually, character sheet. I feel, <clears throat> I feel honored to be the first person to roll. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations. This is the first roll of season two. Whoop, whoop. All right. Let's make it a good one. It's either going to be a nat one or a nat 20. Come on, baby. It is. Oh, it was close. All right. So it's a 19 natural with a plus one charisma. So I have an unnatural 20. Dirty 20. That dirty I, 20. I love it. So. So, so yeah, outside of a few uh, faux pas, like just dumping the salt directly into the drink, you're mixing drinks. You might be overmixing a little bit. You're going a little hard on the booze, but honestly, everyone in this room is going a little hard on the booze and it's starting to show. This party is what they might call well lubricated. <laughs> Episode title. Yes. Well <laughs> lubricated. You hear from uh, the far corner is uh, oh, Brock. Oh, oh, I have it. A well lubricated pilot. 
because it's our pilot episode, but they're all fucking drunk. Okay. Yep. <clears throat> yep. Love that. Yes. You're welcome. Absolutely. Yes. It's we 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 have it, folks. <laughs> so you hear it. Woo! Brock Stark climbs up on top of one of the tables. Hey. So guys, check this out. This is gonna be awesome. I want to do this thing, right? So we got we got a bunch of our jumpsuits for the uh, for the launch tomorrow, right? We should totally take a picture where all the people who aren't going on there are wearing the jumpsuits. <laughs> sounds mean. That sounds like a great idea. No, we need, we need like to do this. Could possibly go it is going to be fantastic, and we absolutely need to do this. So, go over here, guys. We got to do this. We got to do this. Percival jumps at the opportunity. Like this is something he's like dreaming. Even if he just gets to play pretend for a moment, the fact that he just gets to like spend a moment in sort of like the garb of like a, an explorer of space, he's like, yeah, this sounds like a great idea. Uh, Brock, do you mind if uh, can we? Should we? All right, all right. So, you know. oh hey, brew. Yes, we're about the same size. You could totally throw mine on. About so, the uh, same size. We look like twins. I know, right? Maybe we are. It would be fucking awesome. Look, I don't know, man. I'm just gonna go with it. It's great. <laughs> I feel and like we should I all feel be like, just going with it. I feel like we 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 know some sort of like secret Minotaur handshake, and like it just happens. You just described dapping now. someone up. <laughs> yes, but it's like a dapping that involves fists and horns, and is probably and way bump. too violent. Yes, Phrasing. it's way too violent for any non-minotaur to get by doing, except Lev could probably, you know, Lev would be fine. He'd survive it. Euclid, well, you know, he's he's pretty tough. He'd be cool for it. Everybody else, though, would probably put you in the hospital. Even the guy made of rocks? No, no, that's what I said. Euclid, oh, Euclid would probably be good for it. I mean, yeah. Glort yeah. might be okay. Yeah. Lev, I would be obliterated instantly. Yeah. Well, I mean, Glorp would probably be obliterated, but that's what, like a 30 second setback for you tops? Yeah. Splash. <laughs> so, so it's almost like two fraternity brothers just like met each other for the first time. Yeah, it's it's a real high energy thing. So things happen. Photos are taken. People are in the jumpsuits they're not supposed to be. The people who are supposed to be in the jumpsuits aren't. Renzax is still kind of sleeping it off in the corner. Kenkasi, our bird person, has found himself perched on top of a bookshelf. He's tearing pages out of one of the books. He thinks it's inspirational. Because <laughs> he hates taking notes. Okay, that's funny. Yes. Um... Ray Goldmane has been regaling people of stories of not even his own wrestling career because he was not a wrestler himself. His brother was, but he was not. But he was, you know, he was around the scene, probably got a couple of good conversations with Levin over the course of the evening, but also just about everybody else. The gruff exterior broke maybe about four or five drinks in. Our silver dragonborn, she after she gets through her uh, kind of hardened exterior past the responsibility, which is also probably about four or five mixed drinks in. She gets a little wild, 
It's a little bit of dancing on the table happens. It was crazy. It's the sort of thing where they'd ask you to delete the photos off your phone after it's over with. Oh, yeah, sure. Definitely. Definitely do that. People are drinking and partying all night. And things start to fade. And this is where I would like to end this, the first episode of season two of The Hapless Heroes. What's going to happen? Faded. Oh, oh. Yep. Yeah. If you like us, we can be found on the internet. We were in a bunch of different places. We're nominally on Twitter. I'm not going to call it X. <laughs> hapless Heroes. I refuse. We're on Instagram. I don't use Instagram, but some people do. And if you look for Hapless Heroes there, you're going to find us there. We're on Facebook, and I don't fuck with Zuck, so I'm not there either. But if you look for Hapless Heroes, we're on there. All of those, though, they've got some sticky posts. They've got a little bit of info, maybe in the description or something. They will all give you a link to the crown jewel of our internet presence, our Discord server. And that's the place we really want you. We love it. We love it there. We also have a link tree. A link tree. Oh, see, now I gotta, I gotta incorporate that into the spiel. Yeah, go take a look at our I link mean, tree. I mean, if you find, uh, if you find our Instagram, you'll find our link tree. Yeah, but yeah. it's, it's a tree That's full it. of links. Um, we'll put it in, we'll put it in the show description or something like that, so you can find it there. But it, the point is, all of those places are gonna take you to our Discord. That's the place that we really do our good quality interaction. You can meet and greet and chat with us. We're there on a daily basis. We've got new people coming in just about every day. We would absolutely love it if you would be one of them. We've got a bunch of different channels to talk about D&D things and some not D&D things. We talk about episodes from season one. We're going to talk about episodes from this these, this season. It's going to be great. We love it. Please join us there. Now, if you really, really like us, you could leave us a five star review on the podcast service of your choice. We're on all of them that I can think of, the Spotify, the Apple Tunes, the uh, literally all the Google them. stuff. We're everywhere. Leave us a review there. Now, if for some reason you can't leave us a review there, I don't think they all do reviews and maybe they don't all do starred reviews and maybe some of them do stars, but not uh, not tech stuff. What you can do is go back into that Discord I told you about. We've got a channel there called Five Stars. Leave us our review there. No matter where you do, though, we're going to read it at the end of an episode, and we're going to recognize you for recognizing us by recognizing you as the five-star human that you are. I have, I'm have. i going to recognize Aww, somebody yes. in the very first episode of uh, Season 2 here. Uh, this goes to uh, Rob Stoll on our Discord. Um, who wrote us um, a while back, but, you know, like while we were, uh, you know, between campaigns here. He says, I'm going against the rules and giving you guys six stars. I am almost caught up and on pace to finish before you start the next campaign, which I'm sure by now, Rob, you have. Uh, I listened to five different D&D podcasts, and this is by far the best. It's a perfect blend of DM and player interaction. Some are heavy DM driven, others are overdriven by the players, but you guys are a perfect blend of both. The big thing is that it's like truly like being back home in Buffalo where I grew up and cut my teeth on D&D. I used to play every Friday night with my brothers and friends, and this feels like I'm back there still doing that. Thank you for what you guys do. You all rock. Thanks, Rob. That's so nice of you to say. Thanks, and, Rob. And uh, shout out to a fellow Buffalonian or former Buffalonian. You're still, you're Go still Bills. no matter where you live. Go Bills. Go Bills. All right. Now, if you really, really like us, you can donate to our Patreon, patreon.com slash hapless heroes. I don't really think we have many reward mm. tiers anymore. I think it's just, you know, you support us or you don't. But if you do support us at whatever uh, tier that happens to be, um, 
you get a little bit of special sauce, a little bit extra access, right? This is the good stuff. This is <laughs> the extra channel, the patron's lounge, where we, you know, have to have our pinkies up while we're typing. This is having access to the outtakes, to the between two episodes, to the extra material we may produce. And that's all of our extra material, going back to the pre-episodes of season one. It's all a lot of good stuff. You're going to want to see it. You're going to want to hear it. You definitely want to be involved. So, you know, if you really, really like us, consider donating to our Patreon. It generally covers our costs to keep us running and uh, helps us delivering the ad-free content that you so brazenly desire. And I will say that, you know, as this campaign progresses, I'm sure we will be adding, you know, more things to the additional reward tiers. So just keep an eye out. Like, I know that they have like some merch options. We're exploring a whole lot of different um, things to just make that, you know, more worth your while. And if you like us right now, you like us, Sally Field and the whole deal, buy a shark costume and then uh, go to a beach and uh, run, run into run down the sand into the water wearing your shark costume and say, oh, I'm, I'm a magical, I'm a magical shark. I, I need to get back in the water so I can turn into a, a real person again. And then you get into the water and then you, you take off the shark costume in the water. And then you say, oh, it worked. And you say, oh, I, I told you, I see you, Betsy, on the shore there, you naysayer. Don't naysay me i heard i saw you shake your head in doubt when i said i'm a magical shark that needs to get back to the water so i can turn into a real person and look at me now betsy look at me now and then sit, turn to the person that is look at if you're lucky their name is betsy and say hey you know how i got the magical powers to to do all this from listening to hapless heroes podcast I got nothing. I can't follow that up. There's nothing that can come out of my mouth more outrageous than that. But wait, there is. I can outro our cast, and we're going to go back to front, starting with the one, the only Euclid, played by Zach. Hey, uh, I hope (laughs) nothing uh, absurd and plot-driving happens after this party. To his left, we have Choom, played by Seb. I think that drink was a little strong. To his left, we've got the bartender, Brew. We're still not sure if it's his name or an advertisement, but we know he's played by Mike. That's what my name tag says. To his left, we have Lev Zangief, played by Lou. Oh, you're always counting walls and talking to the last one of them. To his left, we have Jam Jam, played by John. Until next time. To his left, we have Glorp Glup Glop. Played by Nicole. I'm a giant punch bowl. And to her left, we have Percival Flodhest, played by Francesco. It's been a genuine pleasure. My name is Dave. I've been your host. I've been your dungeon master. I've occasionally had to corral these folks, and I frequently have to corral myself, and it is so fucking good to be back with everybody here for season two of The Hapless Heroes. Good night, everyone. Bye. 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 Uh, see you. Bye.